Hello and welcome back to the Basic Bible Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Thompson, and sitting next to me, much closer than the six feet uh, away he's supposed to be, according to the CDC, is the one and only Ray Jewell. Ray, welcome back. Thanks, Kevin. And if I have to sneeze, I'll turn my head the other way. I hope so. All right. Or leave the room and, and, and go <laughs> Take down care the street. of it. Yeah, go down to the uh, next block. <laughs> so, yeah, we are. This is. Should we call this a special quarantined edition? I don't know. Um, so, well, yeah, we there, are. There, I, you know, I thought there were showers in the building because of the new gym and the locker room, but I found out at the. Uh, faculty student basketball game that there wasn't any showers here so not working uh, i don't know we'll have to we'll have to figure something out if we're going to stick here <laughs> all right well um if you were listening last week you were you're probably expecting a different podcast this week because we were supposed to be talking about the community strong family conference of which the basic bible podcast is a proud sponsor of but unfortunately, because of fear of uh, the coronavirus, I don't want to say fear, right. but precaution right. due to the coronavirus, we have to postpone that conference uh, indefinitely until we figure out what's going on here. And we do that for safety reasons, not just out of fear or panic. We're not stocking up on toilet paper here or anything like that. Uh, but if we're going to be quarantined, we might need to do that. Yes. <laughs> but... Um, you know, if you and I were quarantined, we'd be doing a lot of podcasting. It would be nonstop podcasting. <laughs> 24 hour. That would, that would be hard on people, I think. Taking us it, 24 it, hours. It might be hard on me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so we're going to postpone that podcast about the family conference until we actually have a family conference. So instead, uh, Ray and I are here back in the studio. It's been a long time since we've actually been... I think this is the first time actually all year we've actually recorded something new. It is. I yeah, it is. Fortunately, you were you were uh, planning ahead and had some stuff you could play at the at the time. And since then, I guess I've been adding my blog to the Basic Bible yep. Podcast Facebook page series um, on Isaiah. Going through Isaiah, interesting book, especially considering the times in which we live right. now. Um, I. Uh, uh, for me to delve into the Old Testament is not—it's not my go-to place. I mean, theology stuff and New Testament—that's more my comfort zone. But uh, you know, I, when you ask your readers what they want, and two of them say, yeah. Let, "Let's do Isaiah," okay, well, let's go. And I found it—you know—it's exhilarating. It's—it's it's fun well, to. I was raised a dispensational, so I don't believe in the, in the Old Testament. Oh well. <laughs> I knew a guy that uh, graduated from Dallas Theological Seminary. Oh man! And back in like you know a long, long time ago. Right. And he said, as he reached across, he walked across the platform, received his diploma, shook hands with the president, and he said, "Do I get to have my Old Testament back?" Oh. So, uh, anyway, all right. Well, we're gonna start a new series here, and it's gonna be a series. There's no way we're gonna cover this in one podcast. Oh no way. Um, although you know, at first I thought I ah, will just. Get, yeah, that's okay. what you always I think, do that. and then you remember that your co-host uh, is me. That needs to be reined in uh, from time to time. <laughs> from time to time, man, we haven't done one of those in a while either. No, we should probably do one of those. We should special coronavirus edition. Or <laughs> anyway, um, so we're going to start a series called Unquestioned Answers, based on the book Unquestioned Answers by Jeff Myers, that just came out last week. And uh, we were part of the, the launch team for that. 
So I'm excited. You know, I've read through uh, much of the book, and and it's really great. And I know Ray, you're you're a big fan of this book as well. I am. I am. Just like I told you, look at all the note cards. <laughs> you know, they can't see that. I know. I'm talking to you, but okay. they, I was going to count them, but I didn't. All right, hold have on. Time. For the audience here, I'm pulling out my camera or my phone. We'll have to take a picture of this just to make sure you guys know what we're talking about. It's almost like a whole. That's half or so. It's still probably close to fifty or more. All right, there it is. So okay. yeah, I mean, we'll put that on Instagram. Yeah, I, I'm I'm the old school kind of guy when it comes to taking notes from books. You're just old period. Well, that's true too. I mean, I'm I'm in that the crisis age, or at least the people that they're watching closely. Yes. Being so am I. Being diabetic, I, I'm well, in that that's category. true. You're the. Health and by the way, just in case everyone, I, I do have some hand sanitizer here. Oh, okay. Just to make sure um, we're all set. Does that say bleach free at the top? <coughs> it does. Looky there, it's even healthy yeah. hand sanitizer. So. Nothing but the best for the Basic Bible Podcast. Yeah, there you go. All right, so unanswered questions, new book, uh, Rethinking 10 Christian Clichés to Rediscover Biblical Truth by Jeff Myers. I like Jeff. Uh, I use his material in my worldviews class, Understanding the Times, other things like that. Right. Jeff He's is the uh, president of Summit Ministries, yep. correct? So Summit Ministries is something that uh, Noble, what's his first name? David Noble. David Noble. Didn't he start that? He did start that, yeah. yeah. I had the opportunity to hear David uh, several oh, really? years ago. Yeah, he was uh, at Lincoln okay. Christian Seminary with the, for the uh, Strauss Lectureship. Hmm. Um, oh, golly, this would have been back 20 years ago maybe now. Maybe not quite that long ago. But anyway, so yeah, and I appreciate what they do with their emphasis on reaching out to teenagers hmm. with, uh, you know, preparing them for uh, what's the, what's out there as far as opposing worldviews and uh, you know understanding the times this book other things that they have produced the uh, summit that they have they, they basically is it like a semester course yeah. or something for for teenagers that come and they get prepared to face whatever it is they're going to face in life, whether they go into university or the workplace or the military, I think it's awesome what they do. Yeah. And and I have tried to reach out to Jeff to come on the program. Okay. And uh, they're not opposed to it. All right. So That'd be cool. uh, that's probably because they haven't met us yet. But well, I mean, <laughs> they're they're just being smart in that. I think. I, I think so. All right. All right. So the the premise of the whole the book here is that as Christians, sometimes we have these not um, unanswered questions, but unquestioned answers. In other words, <laughs> there are things that, well, you're just supposed to have faith. You're just supposed to know this. You're supposed to, uh, we're going to say it to you. You're just supposed to believe it and don't even question it. Mm -hmm. And he says that's a, that's a pretty dangerous spot to be in. Yeah, I uh, in the introduction, he lists the dark side yeah. of... Um, unquestioned answers and he basically laid out three I think uh, unquestioned answers make us vulnerable yeah unquestioned answers disillusion us yeah very much so and unquestioned answers produce shame not change right so you know, um, it's just a very good 
way to look at well, the ultimate goal for, for this book that I can see is to get us to engage our brains more than we do. Yeah. To dig deeper, to, be, to go deeper. Because, frankly, some of this stuff that we will throw at uh, each other or we will throw at unbelievers is not helpful. Right. <laughs> it's really, and in some cases, is very damaging. It's very simplistic. Um, yeah. In fact, he defines it. I don't want to get to that in a minute, but he has this quote here on page 18, which I, I really um, I can relate to. Mm-hmm. I dreaded the us versus them mentality. We are the good guys. Everyone else is a fool who will die and go to you know where. Mm-hmm. Um, and within I, the Christian community, too, right, in some cases. The, yeah, if you don't believe the way we do, right. you're off to hell. Um, and so that doesn't... That promotes fear. Mm-hmm. That doesn't promote thought. It doesn't promote a deeper faith. It doesn't promote a relationship with Christ. It's my way or the highway. Um, and I grew up in more of a fundamentalist background where that was really driven home. Mm-hmm. Um, we are the only ones who are right. right. And everyone else around us is either sinful or compromised. Right. Um, we are the chosen frozen. Yeah, and frozen that was I mean not to the extreme that your experience was but that would have been my experience too growing up in a uh, independent uh, Christian church when I was a kid we didn't associate hardly at all with the other churches in Janesville we would uh, associate with Central Christian Church in Beloit and Footville Church of Christ in Footville you know, the three, and then there was a, another Church of Christ in Beloit at, that, at that time. So the four churches would get together regularly for fellowship and whatnot. But there was hardly any interaction with other, other uh, stripes, other tribes, right. I guess, within the, the uh, overarching umbrella of Christianity. And I, I mean, obviously, when I read scripture, I'm like, man, did we have that wrong? Yeah, oh yeah. And so I'm, I'm wondering, great, when you grew up, and I, I think this was the case in my situation as well, but did you have these, these unquestioned answers? Did you have this like, okay, you just have to believe this, and you felt guilty if you had any sort of doubt, if you had any sort of uh, room for questioning or just kind of even curiosity about other, other options? Right. Uh, yeah, it was, uh, you know, it was hard to struggle with questions that would arise because nobody wanted to answer. Yeah. Nobody was felt like we even needed to go there. I mean, Sunday school was primarily, you know, not completely, but year after year after year, it was the same, same, same stories. Yeah. Nothing wrong with the Bible stories, but there needs to be more of a moving on into maturity that that was not there you know I'd go to church camp and you get psyched up and so what part of the problem that then becomes your faith is based on emotion right and not on uh reason I mean emotion needs to be a part of it don't get me wrong there needs to be the heart aspect of it 
but there also needs to be the head aspect of it and the right. service aspect of it. We are too busy, you know, agree, disagreeing with each other that we didn't work together. We weren't well, serving the community. And if the Bible is just a bunch of stories, yeah. then why not treat it like we would treat Aesop's fables? Exactly. You know, morality tales that bring home some sort of moral truth, but we know really aren't true. You know, yeah. we know the, the tortoise and the hare never happened. But it's a nice little story to talk about endurance and talk about ego and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I don't want kids walking away thinking that's what David Glatt's all about. Or that's what, you know, Jonah and the whale. Right. It's just a little, nice little story to teach a truth, but we don't really care about whether it's true or not. Right. And, and you know, frankly, that's what a lot of people want to do with the, uh, the message of Jesus. Yeah. To make, exactly it, to make it into a morality play. And, you know, granted, if we follow what Jesus says, the world would be a better place, yeah. whether they believe in him or not. But, you know, as, as a strong believer in Jesus and what he says and what he commands, it's, it's more than just, you know, this is a good story and I should live this way. Because, yeah. frankly, we can't, we right. can't live that way on our own. It's only through the power of Christ and his cross and in his resurrection and the gift of the Holy Spirit that we can live the way that God right. calls us to live. Well, these unanswered questions, or excuse me, unquestioned, I'm going to say that. Right. I know, I, I, I mean, I even wrote it down and I had it right in front of me. I had to change it when I noticed my mistake. These unanswered questions. You know, <laughs> Unquestioned answers. No, I just said it again, didn't I? Wow. All right. These unquestioned answers. You know, I think part of the problem is... Um, why they're unquestioned or why they're supposed to be unquestioned is I don't think a lot of people in the, in the church know the answers. Right. Um, I think it's a cover for ignorance. Yes. And often it's, you know, ignorance is, is not a bad thing in and of itself. It's just not knowing. Now, when you choose not to know, that sort yeah. of pushes it into the realm of stupidity. Choosing not to know, choosing to remain right. ignorant. It's the easy way. So it's, it's, let me it's, ask you this. Let me throw, I'm yeah. going to throw this out to the old sage uh, <laughs> prophet over here. Yeah, right. Um, is there a difference between ignorance and faith? Because I think that's what, where people fall back on and say, well, I don't know this stuff, but I just believe it by faith. By yeah, faith, yeah, I believe yeah. it. So therefore, I don't need all this fancy book learning. Yeah, well... I, I mean, I think that's the way a lot of people treat faith. Yeah. Um, but that's not that's not faith. Faith is, first of all, coming face to face with the God who created not only me and you, but every human being and the planet on which we live and the atmosphere that we you know the the air that we breathe and well, all these things. So God is constantly reaching out to his image bearers yeah. and to um, call us back to him through the use of reason. He, God himself says, come, let us reason right. together. Let's, let's talk about this. Let's think through this. And it's so, you know, God made us in such a way that we do have minds. One of these days, I will probably 
work my way through the, the time in, in the Bibles, all the times in the Bible where mind is used. Mm. And, you know, you, God wants us. I mean, he created us this way. Right. To be creative, to be knowledgeable, to be intelligent, even though there's a lot of evidence for uh, some image bearers not having much intelligence. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's, it's when we allow ourselves to get caught up in the, just the wave of our particular tribe within uh, you know, following Jesus, within Christianity, within biblical Christianity, that's when we start having some of these issues, some of these problems. But to, to say that faith is just a matter of feeling and don't bother me with the facts, yeah. That, that's wrong. You know what else the faith is? Chapter in this book. Yeah. So um, let's go through. Well, first, actually, I want to get to the whole idea of simplicity. Yeah, what was, the, what was the word that he used to describe that? It well, was, I'm glad uh, you asked because on page 20, yeah, I don't... he talks about simplicity. Um, yeah, simplicity. Anytime it's an ism, that's, that's you know, you got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> um. So it's different from simplicity, he says, which is the virtue of living an uncluttered life. Simplism distorts simplicity into a conviction that something isn't really true unless it's easy to understand and summarize. Bumper stickers are a good example of this. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that is a problem within uh, the Christian church today is that everything has to be boiled down to a simple thing, you know, to a phrase or to a tweet or to a hashtag even. Mm -hmm. um, and if it's not, then I, can't, I just can't wrap my head around that, so I want to move on. Right. And that's, that's a serious problem. It is. And that's, uh, you know, the American way. I mean, Madison Avenue is all about convincing us. You know, that's what bylines are all about. Uh, and we all get caught up in it. And sometimes, you know, they're not an evil thing in and of themselves, necessarily. I mean, we can come up with a tag phrase that, uh, you know, is helpful. You know, like Basic Bible Podcast. We, I don't know, we haven't developed a little slogan but you know but it has to do with From the classroom uh, to the living room right exactly that kind of thing and yet it means it doesn't mean then just because you listen to kevin and me that that you're going to get all the right answers well especially from ray you're not going to uh, get me right answers, yeah but. yeah i just but you know, I like that's to, why i'm here i like to raise questions hmm. you know and, and i that maybe that's one reason why i really got into this book because his premise is correct. These are unquestioned answers, and if you don't toe the line, you're considered a radical. You might even be ostracized or excommunicated right. from the the fellowship that you're a part of. You're a doubting Thomas. Get out of here. Yeah, right. So we're going to march our way through this book, and we'll, we'll take it chapter by chapter, and Ray is stomping his feet for some reason. Marching. Um, I'm debating whether we want to jump into chapter one now or wait till next week, because we're kind of right on, um, you know, I'm trying to debate here. What do you think, Ray? Are talking time-wise? 
talking time wise, we get about ten minutes oh, left. Oh no, don't let's. If we're gonna do one on each, one right. should be so uh, we're not state event. Now, I'm not saying we have to do one each program. I right. Mean, we, can, we could probably cover two or three. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, you know normal maybe people. Maybe two. <laughs> um, so I think we will put put that off till um, our next podcast. But um, well, we could what we could do is go through all ten right now. So yeah, let's go. We'll go through the chapters here. That way, uh, we, we do want you to. By the way, go buy the book. Um, we're not going to do it justice here, so um, we're going to talk about some of these Christian cliches, and so um, you'll hear them here. You'll, I, I know you'll you've heard of them. Number one, God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. Hmm. Number two, just have faith. Just have faith. We just talk about that now. Uh, number three, God will heal our land if we humble ourselves and pray. Okay. Yeah, we talked about that. We have talked about but that. But we'll talk about it again. Number four, this is one of my favorites. <laughs> it's just me and Jesus. Me and Jesus. Oh. Got our own thing it, going. It's, it's your personal relationship. With your yeah. per- which we're not against. Right. But it it's, can't be to the exclusion of everything else. Exactly. Which I think is one of the dangers we're going through right now with this coronavirus. Right. Um, a lot of church, church services canceled. My church service canceled. Um, and uh, there's a fear. In fact, uh, I was listening to several uh, live streams today. And uh, our friend Jeremy Scott up at Memorial Baptist Church in Verona, Wisconsin, uh, was talking about that some of the, the danger of this is you can get the idea that this could somehow replace church. This live stream is just like almost like a one-on-one conversation. But you were meant to be in the body of Christ. You're meant to be part of the bigger picture. Yeah, I mean, we already have people who do that anyway with all the yeah. televangelists oh, yeah. and stuff. All right, so number five: love the sinner and hate the sin. That, that was a good. That was an interesting chapter. Mm. I thought. Uh, oh, and this one: Christianity is a relationship, not oh. a religion. Oh, really? I hear that so often. Oh, you're not the only one. And the thing is, so I've kind. been guilty of that years ago. I have said that to people before. Get out. You know, I'm <laughs> certain. Well, you have to, probably. <laughs> but the thing is, when you look at the Bible, it's both. Yes. It's both. That's why we talk about false religions. Yeah. Um, if, if Christianity, if that were true of Christianity, then Christianity would be a false religion if it's not supposed to be. Uh, it, it's not, it's not, yeah, it's both. Okay. Oh, here, here's one we're going to get in trouble with. Uh, number seven, Jesus was a social warrior. Social justice warrior. Social justice warrior, yes. Yeah, that one, I was interested to read that one because yeah. many my concerns have been geared more towards that. And I, But reading that chapter really helped me to be able to present where I'm coming from in a better yeah. way. So that was good. Number, well, here's the big one we've talked about. No, yeah, number before. eight. It's not my place to judge. You uh, come yeah. to judge. Well, and part of that's true. Yeah. But the judge has spoken. Right. And so, okay. Number nine. This world has nothing for me. That one, I, of course, I was you know, really into it because I've done work on Gnosticism before. Yeah. And that, that's it's basically... What he is dealing with is sort of trying to bring that about and how it's infiltrated into yeah. Christianity, and that's exactly what I did. But this world is not my home. I'm just, just passing, passing through. through. Yeah. And then someday I'll fly away. Well, and the thing is, the the premise then is this world is evil. Yeah. Which 
You know, that's sort of a dangerous thought to say that this world that God created, that God said was good, in fact said it was very good, to call it evil. But that was before the fall. Uh-huh. What's so your point? What's your point? No, it's not that. <laughs> no, we're going to talk about that because there is aspects of, yes, because the Bible talks about, you know, love not the world, neither things right. in the world. But uh, there's a difference between that and, the, and we'll talk about, I'm sure, escapism. Right. Um, all right, then finally... God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Now there is, we say that, not well, we don't at Roxbury, but a lot of churches say that oh, yeah, like every a, Sunday. It's like a responsive reading. Yeah, like exactly. And, and, the, and yeah, everybody pipes up with the answer. And yeah. That's, so that's that. But the thing about this one, the last one that he said that's stuck with me is, uh, you know, most of these are intellectual. Yeah. That one's more of an emotional yeah. thing. This is not something you go up to somebody who's not a believer and say when they're going through suffering, well, God is good all the time, yeah. all the time, God is good. It, it's going to make them scratch their heads. It's going to make them doubt even more. I, you know, I think it's, a, it's an excellent chapter. Yeah. And so, and I find that whole phrase, just be dismissive. Right. Uh, whatever trouble yeah. I'm going through. It, but anyway, we'll get to that. So um, we're going to march our way through this, and I'm looking forward to the series. I'm hoping uh, Jeff Myers can join us at some point for one of these episodes. Um, go ahead, get the book. Please go get the book. So the title of the book, once again, is Unquestioned Answers by Jeff Myers. So that's obviously our recommended resources. And I'll throw in again, uh, Understanding the Times by Jeff Myers, which was originally written by David Nobel mm -hmm. and then updated by by Jeff Jeff. Like I, I, I know this guy. Like we're on a well, first name basis. But you, but yeah. I've noticed that about you. You seem to know everybody that yeah. you, you ever want to talk about. So yeah, I don't. I don't he doesn't, we've never actually spoken before. But, oh well. So check out our website at www.basicbiblepodcast.org and uh, on Twitter and Instagram at. Uh, basic Bible cast. You can see that big stack of notes that Ray is working his way through. Um, so, Ray, you don't do a big stack of notes for every podcast that we do? Uh, have you ever seen a big <laughs> stack of notes, Kevin? <laughs> I usually go off the uh, top of my head, but I figured I wasn't going to be able to do that. With so this. you won't want to miss this, because Ray is actually prepared for one <laughs> for this podcast. So you won't miss it, if only for that. Now, of course, the fear in that is, since he's really well repaired, it might be even more difficult to rein him in the next well, couple no, weeks. Well, no, typically, when I, the better prepared I am, the, the quicker I can answer questions and get on with things. All right. Well, you heard it here. Let's see if he can keep that commitment. So, all right. Till next time, have a great rest of your week.